Welcome to Diacast. Are you lost? Here at Diacast, our group of six background characters play different RPGs, bringing you a new gaming system every few weeks. Today, however, we are not six, we are four. Dramatic poses. Oh, oh. We are doing a bonus episode due to some scheduling problems and Matt and Peter could not make it, so your four favourite people are here. I assume. I'm a favourite! <laughs> yay! Yay! Um, my name is Lukey, and I'm not going to be explaining what game we're playing this week, because it's a game H has designed. So, H, would you like to explain the game, and then we'll do the question. So, once upon a time, I had lots of work to do, and I was procrastinating on Twitter. As I scrolled down, I saw a great tweet from someone called Chris B, Loot the Room, whose handle is at pangalactic. And the tweet went as such. A story game called NPCs, where you play people drinking in a tavern, people watching, and making up wild stories about the heavily armed adventurers, who occasionally come crashing through the door, acting like they're the most important people in the room. So, I've taken that tweet, and I've made it into a game. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, um, at Crispy, if you're out there. We will, we will tweet you. Chris seems to be like a proper creator in their own right, so um, I'm, I'm sure he's too we busy to listen to us. We will tweet you a PDF. Great idea. So... Basically, I kept this really simple, and I said it's like game three to six people, because we're six people and they usually say three to five, but <laughs> screw that. Um, you need 2d6, so we might be changing that up, because I got really confused with numbers. You need one d10 like... and one d6. Yes. Except that's not going to work. Yeah. What? Uh, we'll figure it out in a minute. This is a playtest, guys. Playtest. And a one-minute timer. It's based on the 66 system that Antological Theory uses, but we, as previously established, are very bad at maths. Can't do maps. Just can't. Why just can't do it. <laughs> uh, so basically, like the tweet said, you just take an NPC. So I made a list. If you can't think of an NPC, um, and you can roll on there, and, you know, grab Baker or Washerwoman or whatever, um, and then you roll on two other prompt lists: one to generate an ad- adventurer who's come into the tavern you're sitting in, and another to generate a kind of kernel idea of the story to give you a kind of prompt. And then basically you get a minute to tell the most elaborate, wild, ridiculous story about how this adventure crashed in, ruined whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you go around the table and each person embellishes or disputes the story just for one minute. I don't want it to get too long. And then you vote whoever had the best story and the rest of the players around the table buy that NPC a drink. And it's kind of like whoever gets the most drinks wins. It's just a storytelling improvisation. Fun little play once or twice and then move on to the next thing sort of game. The best drinking game. It would be a really good. So you could totally play this in person if you wanted and make it a drinking game. So you have to buy rounds. You absolutely cannot play Um, this in person during the apocalypse that we are currently experiencing, though. Yeah, we're not advocating that. If we break lockdown, I'm sitting here with. If we lived in one fabulous (laughs) diacast house, as we so wish to do, the in sorry in the diacastle, then uh, then then we would be able to sit around our feast table with our drinking horns and play all of our games. Oh, this sounds really nice, guys. So, as previously mentioned, my name is Luki, and this week's question is, which background NPC are you? And I know exactly who I am. It's not from a game, but in a, 
<laughs> you know, in Jurassic World, there's that bit where like all the dinosaurs get out and people are running madly, and there's one dude who is running with two margaritas in his hands. Oh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> oh my God. That's me. <laughs> oh, you just gave me the best thought. I was going to say, can I go next? Yes, please. Okay, so um, I'm H, and I was going to say the little urchin on the street who knows too much in like D&D or something, but actually I'm going to say the guy who is running in Star Wars with an ice cream maker. <laughs> that people dress up as Wilbro Hood thank you thank you that guy he's the best he's fun prioritise your ice cream maker guys um, as far as stock NPCs goes uh, I'm Jacob and I would I would either be like an irritating hotel concierge <laughs> just like really annoying is there anything I can help you with sir um, just annoyingly attentive like during a heist movie or something, yep. or I would be a very fresh-faced uh, sage of some kind. I've just got out of sage school. Hi, I'm Helen. If I was a generic NPC, I would want to be one of the people, like when you have a, a romance film and like the, the leads are jogging in the park in the sun, I want to be one of those people sitting on the bench feeding the ducks. Aww. Hey, like a sad old I like woman. that, yeah. Alright. What is this game and how do we play it? And what are numbers? <laughs> and how do dice work? Yeah, so I, we need to sort out the numbers thing, I think, before we do this. So what was this? I, how about just two D10s and then if we... And then we'll try and make up a hundred prompts of each and we just deal with the fact we, we haven't got a hundred. another D10. I mean, all we could do... Um, what I've been doing is D50, which is uh, a D100 harvest, and then we've just got, like, five stray prompts at the end, which we're not going to get round to this time. Yes. That works. <laughs> Alright, what did everyone roll? I got 16. Shepherd. So I'm the town guard I am. I'm going I was originally an invalid, then. but I don't feel comfortable with that, so I re-rolled and I got farmhand. Or... Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, I got musician. Ooh, you're like the uh, the tavern you're, musician you're, you are. I'm you're going the tavern bard. Yeah, yeah, but probably not the bard because that's a, a play. I'm just like you know in the back in the triangle. <laughs> so then I, I don't know. It, it seems too adjacent to a player character, so I might actually remove that. Well, one this is a play test. Is what it's for. Eighty-three. That was not a number we have. Twenty-two. I'm a retired person. Excellent. Retired <laughs> from what? We'll never know. Retired from industry. Retired from being tired. Aye. Tired again, you mean? Retired. Alright, and then we need to roll initiative. And it looks like that that make me want to drown my sorrows. Right. Well, we're here in the bar, so order yourself a nice pint of ale, and if you tell me a good enough story tonight, I might want to get one for you. Fan, I'll take that up. Let's see. Let's see what strange types are passing through here. Are we doing oh, initiative? Initiative first. Whoa. So everyone just roll one of your d10s and the lowest number goes go first. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I got Why? a change. Oh god, that was all at once. Who? Right, Jacob, what do you get? I got an eight. Right, I got a five. Eight. I got a three. Oh no, I'm first. You're first. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I'll take. I'll take one. I'll halve one of these d10s. I think right, and then that can be the the decimals. So. Yeah, yeah. So, um, an adventurer walks into the bar. 34. So. Which is a 17. Wait, what? 
Oh, no. Oh, Unless what? you already halved it. I, I halved what? <laughs> what were you halving? Oh, did you halve 68? So I, I halved the six, and then I just oh, took yeah, the sure. four. Yes, okay, cool. Go on, right, okay. I was like, wait, what's going on? My number. What is happening? <laughs> what did I just say, 34? Okay. <laughs> Why can none of us do numbers? <laughs> uh, a very damp woman in very fine leathers with a similarly soggy wolf. Oh, that sounds like my first ever D&D character. <laughs> and then I'll roll in the story prompts as well and do the same thing in half my black dice. So uh, that's a 66, so that's 36, I'll say again. I think I've got 30. Oh, pause uh, for a second. Yeah. Do we give our characters names or do they not get names? Oh, they can have names if they want, yeah. I think we do like an introduction. According to the rules that H wrote for their own game. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, introduce your character if you'd like. I, I, introductions are probably a good idea, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I used to work down the mines and now I sit here drinking ale and other things and telling my stories. That's me. Fantastic. Hi. I'm Ted. I work at old old John's farm, um, and I definitely am old enough for ale. <laughs> <laughs> Ted is clearly twelve years old. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, I'm Simon, and and I'm a shepherd, and I chase sheep round the hills all day on top of the mine. Um, oh, that's why I got a headache. Yeah, and um. That, and that means I'm sometimes um, at a couple close run-ins with funny stuff out on the edge. And I've no fondness for wolves. <laughs> he says as a wolf walks in. Alright, well, I've just seen a very soggy woman walk into the bar with a wolf. Loki! Loki, I'm just trying to think it, of a I name. Loki. Loki, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a name. Um... Top of your head. There you go, Anna. No. Hey up, <laughs> my name's Gertie. <laughs> my name's Gertie. Gertie. I'm one of the guards. One of the guards here in town. No, that's not the accent I'm going for. Hold on. I just need to get into it. You know it's a real Cornish pasty because it's two foot long. And if you drop it down a mine shaft, it don't break. Alright, got it. My name's Gertie. I work as a guard at the town. And I'm just here after a long day of walking up and down and up and down the walls. Watching out for strange things happening and then being upstaged by adventurers. <sighs> Come to have a drink. Oh, you know oh, you know what they say? There's Brave Town's Garden, there's Old Town's Garden. There ain't no Brave Old Town's Garden. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can say that again. There's Brave Town's Garden, no, no, there's Old no, Town's no. Garden. There's no <laughs> such thing as Brave Old Town's Garden. <laughs> uh, excellent. All right, so, well... <clears throat> Hey, oh, just... Look at that wolf. Very look at that wolf damn, on her. I can smell it from here. Oh, that's a shaggy dog. I think the wolf does like one of those shake, 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 Oh, God, bit of that. It's so wet. Oy. It's dry outside. It is, isn't it? How they get so wet? Do you think they swam across the moat? Oh, well. They'd have piranhas on them, wouldn't they? That's an old wives' tale. It's a giant jellyfish in the moat. No, 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 piranha, no, no piranhas in the moat. It's yes, just there are. One, it's, I saw some. Yeah, it's just crocodiles. Nah, and, I and, saw what, a what, wait, exactly, exactly. It's one of the um, one of um, 
Uh, it's crocker piranhas. One, When's one the of, last no, time no, any no, of just, what, what it is, is it's just, you know, a couple of years ago, one of Matt's sheep fell in and got, you know... Well, That's you know, not how you I know, heard it. You see, the thing was that um, we were in charge of feeding the crocodiles, obviously. What happened was we tried to feed them some piranhas because we had a good deal on them down at Jerry the... Uh, down at Harold the Fishmongers, but uh, the problem was they were still. Al- I know there's a piranha. They was they were still alive. Timmy lost his finger after he stuck his finger in the moat, and it weren't no crocodile. Yeah, well, you see, what happened was the crocodiles and the piranhas they kind of joined forces and so they bred with piranhas. each other, and now there are croco piranhas. <laughs> croco piranhas. That's what we call joining forces. But all right. <laughs> Jeremy, um, uh, t- t- yeah, Jeremy learned the hard way that it's not a good idea to sell food that bites back. I'm no Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, it was Harold. Harold is the fishmonger. Harold the fishmonger. Little well, Timmy is the boy who lost the finger. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, the the crocoranas, oh, they're terrible, them things. They got the teeth of a piranha and the body of a crocodile. That's just a crocodile. No, it's definitely With interest in dentistry. Try saying that five times. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and say that five times. Also, got five more points down me. Hey, anyway, didn't you have a prompt for this woman who just walked? Yeah, in I was gonna say we just yeah, we just ran with it anymore. Wet <laughs> no, we haven't said anything ball about her. All it took. It's the challenge on this game is for us to stop Trust just spinning out. Yeah. Right. So the prompt I generated was: Did they are? Oh, Sorry. H is broken. Can you go and restart them, Helen? No. There's only so many times I can tell them the history of the town. Which is not the most Ooh. exciting one, I think. No? Well, I think there's, uh, there's something you can, you, there. you could do something. Let, let, let's see you do something with this. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm regretting this game already. Alright, so you have one minute, right? So I'm going to put a timer on. Alright. I'm going to go. So, that soggy, soggy lady. I saw one just like her a couple years ago. Soggy. Also had a big wet dog. Possibly could be the same one. I don't know. Adventurers, they never age. They just drink, you know, magic juice or whatever. And, uh, she kept coming up to me, because I was old then. I've always been old. I was born old. And asking me. (laughs) (laughs) And asking me. Oh, crap, I'm running out of time to tell my story. Fuck. Keep going, keep going. (laughs) Ah, I don't know what I'm doing. She kept asking me about the town and the history of the town. And basically we built it 10 years ago because the last one got knocked away by a flood. And she was like, no, it didn't. And I'm like, yes, it did. And my accent's changing. And she was like, no, it didn't. And I'm like, well, yes, it did. And then she came back and she was wet. And she was like, yes, it did. And I was like, that makes no sense. And she was like, well, I went to check. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't believe her anyway. Is that that time? Yeah, about, about, about time. Yeah, seven seconds left. Four, five, four, three, two, one. No hesitation, repetition, or that's what it felt like. Oh god. So, so, so then we all do our take on that story. Yeah, we all have a minute each to either add, embellish it, or dispute it. Yeah, so you you have the same prompts, but you do not have to agree with my story. But like, no, 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 no. That something else happened with that, and that wasn't a lady with a wolf, that was a soggy cat. And I don't believe you're telling the truth for a second there. Like, whatever you feel like, yeah. Or you can say, or yes, exactly, like, and no, elaborate. Right, because I saw that woman that you talked to, like, last week, and, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, next was Helen, right? Oh, yes. So, should I get a timer on for you? <laughs> yep. Timer. Right, um... One min, and... 
Well, I don't think that's right, because I was talking to old John, and old John was talking to Miss Partridge, and Miss Partridge was talking to little Ben, and little Ben was talking to Aunt Sue, and Aunt Sue said that she saw a guy who said he saw a guy who said she saw a wolf with a woman. (laughs) And that woman were nowhere near anywhere flooded. I don't know how long I have left before the first. You've got ages. (laughs) You've got another 30 seconds. (laughs) And... So I reckon that this woman's a different woman and the woman before of all, because there's wolves all over the place, ain't there? Like, it's like Simon was saying, there's just wolves everywhere. So I reckon that that was a different woman with a different wolf, or maybe no wolf, maybe you just saw another wolf. And this woman is a different wolf because this woman's wet. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you've got ten seconds left to, five seconds left to just... And that's uh, why no. I reckon that we should all get cinnamon buns later. Your time is up. Oh, from Steve the Baker's, you mean? Oh, I could go for a cinnamon bun. You're not wrong about there being loads of wolves in these hills. uh, To add to to your point, young, um, young, young, young person who's definitely old enough to drink. Ted. The. Hmm. Ted. Ted. The. uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but around about the time the mine closed, we also shut up the uh, quarry because that was getting flooded as well. Um, and there's been um. Uh, there's, there's uh, a few the nights ago. Clothes, there was some. Jeremy still works there. Oh, no interrupting. Oh, he's retired. I'm retired. Stop hey, interrupting. And there was a um. Uh, the point is, there was there was a lot of owling around the time of the um, uh, around the time of the full uh, moon a few nights ago, and so everyone decided to stay well clear. But you know, wolves and wolves and flooded quarry, and I wonder if you know this woman and that is something to do with uh, something to do with that. You know, just make sure, just you know. Keep an eye on them around about the time the next uh, next full moon comes along, and you know, yeah. keep a silver baton to hand. And you're at time. I always Fantastic. have my silver daggers to hand, yeah. or a silver slingshot in my case. But you know, wait, hang on. <laughs> is the is the sling silver or is the missile the projectile? The sling, sling obviously. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, that, yeah complete, completely. I've got, a, I've, I've got, a, yeah, I've got a sil- yeah, I've got a silver thread, but a perfectly normal rock which I'm throwing at the werewolf. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I um, don't know. You do some odd things, my friend. Aye. All right well, then. What do you think happened then, Gertie? Well, you see, here, here's the thing: is you're not really correct about the uh, the town flooding. Well. The town did flood ten years ago, and of course it filled with crocodiles and piranhas and piranodiles and crocodiles. Aye. But um, the, but the flood went away, and all we did was we lifted all the buildings up a few feet, which is why we got all these steps everywhere now, and we've got a few sort of canals with uh, with, with gondolas in them. So yeah, that is true that the town flooded, but we didn't rebuild it; we just sort of repositioned it. As which it means were. that no woman could have seen it. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm a woman and I saw it, so I don't think that's correct. But the point, <laughs> the point, the point being, all she would have had to do is go along to the municipal buildings or the local city museum and read up on it. So maybe she just didn't believe that we'd flooded because we ain't flooded now. And maybe I think she that's probably read. what happened. Maybe she can't read. Maybe her wolf reads for her. I've met a lot of reading wolves before now. I oh, they're never a met clever a breed. Wolf. Well, right, we had time. Are you asked him? I mean, I've got, I've, I've got to ask because I was out on a visit to the big city at the time when the flood came along. Aye. Did anyone crocodile-proof the gondolas? No, why? Because I feel like that could have caused a few issues. 
Well, no, but you know, you know, you know what you risk when you get on a gondola in Crocodile Town. I know, I know, I know. I just, it, I just, it just feels like a bit of an oversight, you know, if you've been a bit cavalier. Well, it wasn't a swamp lagoon ten years ago. We said that. Well, it was next to a swamp lagoon full of killing creatures ten years ago, but we did add some of the creatures, like the crocoranas. Well, we didn't add them. They just kind of did their thing. We definitely added the piranhas. Well, we added the piranhas and the crocoranas. I said there were crocoranas. I was overruled, all right. Now my reality has reasserted itself. So it works. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, what so, we really don't want is the wolves getting in chummy with the crocodiles, because then we'll have crocobulls to be dealing with. Crocobulls <laughs> Now that's something hard to say. Now that now that's just the local the the summer music festival crocobulls I thought that was the band. <laughs> well, it's band. named after the founding band. All right, all right. <laughs> Gasp! What's this? A mid-roll? Yes. Yes, it's it's a mid-roll. I'm not sure what you expected. Hey, have you ever heard of Frontier Station? No? Neither had I. But they're Matt's band, so you should totally check them out. They do folky Americana music-y stuff. Um, and Matt plays all the things he plays. Um, so if you like our you know, backing tracks um, or even the music that we have for this particular game, which is from a different band that Matt was in because he's an overachiever, go check them out, Frontier Station. You can find them wherever you find music, YouTube, Spotify, in your head. And yeah, they have an EP out now and a new single and everything is cool and awesome, so go check them out. And now, back to gaming. So do we all vote we all yeah. vote for who to buy a drink? I think so. I think that'd be nice to do. I quite like Timmy's. You know, Ted. Who's Timmy? <laughs> I like Ted. Little Timmy got his finger bitten off. I'm Ted. <laughs> oh, sorry. He said a lot of names of people what it was I know. Well corroborated because there was a lot of people involved. And exactly. we all know the more people the story goes through, the more true it is. Absolutely. He said names. Best like justice names. is mob justice. That's the way of us town folk. Aye. So I vote Ted. A Ted, drink for what the kind child. Of a drink would you like? A nice glass of milk? Ale. Vodka? Ale. Ale. Ale, ale for the boy. An ale, an ale for the 12 year old, please. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely old enough. All right. Yeah, well, in this town, if you can drink, you're old enough for ale. I remember when my voice dropped. <laughs> right, so I'm next on the list, aren't I? Yeah, it's Ted next. Come on, Ted, tell us a story. Right, the Grand so... Victor. A human child in spiked armour dragging a mole. <laughs> Friend of yours. Nice. <laughs> and uh, the story prompt is they turned into a horse. <laughs> Excellent. Are you ready? Shall I get the timer up? All right. Let's go. Ready, steady, and so tell us, Ted, what happened? Oh, oh, all right, all right. So you see that? You see that kid over there? His name's his name's Dirty Liam. And he's called that, right? Because he's already pretty dirty. You can see the mole is carrying around. Looks half his size. Now, he's got this, like, genetic thing, right? Which means that he hasn't grown. But he's actually a, like, full-grown super magician. And I know this. 
because I saw him turn into a horse. Like, we were out by uh, the botanical gardens, right? And I was picking someone up for old John for the farm. And there he was, Liam. And we'd had a little gander. And then he went to walk away. And I turned around to pick up the packet and turned back and he turned into a horse. <laughs> and, like, he couldn't have run away. He's got far too much armour. So it must have been him turning into the horse. And when I said, hey, that you, Liam, the horse nodded. So he turned the horse and he just trotted off. Real weird. That was Liam, but was yeah. it? Liam. 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 Dirty yeah. Liam. Dirty Liam. Dirty Liam. Alright. Dirty Liam with a spiked armor and a massive mall. Fantastic. Oh, right. smell bad. Alright, well what do you think then then, guys? I mean, uh I think it's me next. Yes, I, I think it is. Simon so so. next. Uh, the, I, I I mean the way the way I mean, couple things there. Um the way I heard it is that um uh the way the way I heard it, yeah, sure, um Liam's got this kind of growth efficiency thing. But he's just he's 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 not a big wizard, he's just, you know, He's just a mean guy with a maul, and if anyone says he's not a wizard, he hits them with the maul and the spiked armor. And also, there's meant to have been this. Uh, there's meant to have been this really vindictive um, uh, witch witch woman moved in in the old um, the old cottage a few way, uh, you know, half a mile up the road. So I wonder. Uh, there's a couple things I wonder here. A, did he turn into a horse, or was he turned? And also, um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's what I got, frankly. Um, mm. Yeah, so uh, clearly, you know, he's 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 not just he's not just dirty in body, he's dirty in soul as well. It's plenty it easy for him to end kick of up. the day. He turned into a horse, like I said. Oh, he's obviously turned back now because there he is at the bar, giving us dirty looks, and I'm not going to be walking home alone tonight. <laughs> and you're Sorry, at time. I'll walk you home. I go. got I got my spear. Now I think right. I know the truth of this one because I All know right. dirt. I know dirty Liam of old because we were we came up together. We did. Because like you say, he's not as young as he looks, he's as old as me. And I'm as old as a question about how old I am. Now, here's the thing. He ain't a wizard, but he does turn into an horse. And you know how he turns into an horse? Well, no. when we was young, when we was young, we went and we threw rocks at that witch's cottage. And <gasps> ooh, was she angry. But the thing is, I run faster than him. So I got away. <laughs> <laughs> and he got caught, and what she did was she cursed uh... him, and every time he sneezes, he turns into an horse. So if he sneezes, <laughs> if he sneezes, he'll turn into an horse, and then he has to sneeze to turn back. But the problem is, horses they don't sneeze very easy, or maybe they do. I can't remember. I'm not an horse expert. I'm a guard and piranha dial expert. Point being, if he sneezes right now, we'll be in a world of trouble. <laughs> Because the armor doesn't change with him, so it all pops off him, and then there's spikes everywhere, and that's just ridiculous. And honestly, he's banned from most bars in town, but I think he's hoping that the proprietor doesn't recognize him on account of and the And you're fact at that... time. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Oh, oh, Gertie, Gertie, I, I, I yes, don't Jeremy? think I can. I, I don't think I can top that. See. I was there thinking that that... I'm going to press the start on my timer. I was sitting there thinking that ain't lame at all. I thought that was Jodie. You know, little Jodie? Like, that's actually well, a kid under there. She's just wearing big boots so she can try and order ale. It's just like Ted. That's what she's doing. Hey. Oh. Well, you don't have to... probably taking Liam's mall. And as for the turning into a horse thing, well, I was here 34 years ago when I was an old man. And because I was an old man, they came up to me and they said, hey, do you know we can get a horse? And I said, no, but there's a witch that lives in that shed over there. And she might be able to turn one of you into a horse. And they're like, that's hilarious. And they went over there. And then, well, they came back with a horse. But there was definitely one person down. So I'm assuming that went well for them. So I don't know if that lends to your story or not. But I don't think that's Liam at all. I don't know this Liam. I've been here for 74 million years. I think that's Jodie. 
Look at her. But Look, totally. Can you see a pigtail coming out under there? Men well, can Liam... have pigtails. Liam, Liam has a ponytail, obviously. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, you, but the thing is, why would little Jody be pretending to be an adult to get ale? You don't have to be an adult to get ale. We serve it to anyone around here. That's a very good point. I've been drinking ale since I've been weaned off my mother's teat. And on that, I'm out of time. So I think I just cannot, cannot hope to compete. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> stole some of your time. That's there. quite all right. I'd run out right, of things to say. My drink is going to Gerdy. Just... I feel like the 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 winner was um... Gertie. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. A hundred percent. Gertie. <laughs> Why, thank Gertie you. gets extra drinks. Gertie gets a drink. All right. I think it's, it's uh, Simon. Simon's turn to tell a story. Aye. What does Simon say? Aye. Aye. Simon says, "Shut up and listen." Alrighty. Oh. <laughs> like we've all gone like we've gone back to our roots at Exeter. We've all gone like southern. We have all, well, no, I've gone Cornish. We are, we're all getting very extra. Oh, yeah, exactly, Luke, you've overshot. Uh, you've gone too far. <laughs> well, no, because I like Cornwall. Well, that's that doesn't matter where you like it, it's still where it is, you know. Well, oh, 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 oh yeah, what's yeah, yeah. Look, wise. Who's that? There's a dwarven fella. All right. No trousers on. Oh, oh my god. Look oh, at, no, oh, look we can away. see everything. Ted, avert your eyes, avert your eyes. He's seen this. Actually, to be, fair, to be fair, he's got no trousers on and he's in a skirt. Which probably means, um, but funny, <laughs> funny still... thing, uh, dwarves, oh, dwarves, why did you dwarves, not say that? Uh, dwarf women have, dwarf women have, um, have, have beards as well. So you know that's very, you know, human centric of us. And oh, for Mr. I don't know what you're talking about. Them. I have a magnificent beard. Thank you very much. Oh, why are you covering uh, my eyes? Oh, Just sorry, sorry. Woman. I'll take your hand off. It was very, pre- it was. I, I, I did kind of prank you. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. When you said um, trousers, okay. I feared for my life. Okay, my cabbages. Um, sorry, that was involuntary. <laughs> Yay! Yes. My favourite prompt. Okay. I'm so happy. Alright, <laughs> alright, alright. Has someone, someone, someone got my time? Oh, I, one second. To get the seconds. I and go. Oh, right, so you will not believe this. So when I'm not up on the fields, I'm, uh, when I'm not up on, on, on the hillside tending the sheep, I've got um, my cabbages growing because it's nice and easy. Uh, I am close to the hillside, which has some of its risks. One of them is that I, I was just woken up in the morning, getting ready to tend to the earth, and I look out, and some buggers dug a hole in my cabbages. And I go looking around a bit, and I go, the, the hole's a bit deep, so I, I, I light a light, and I shine it down, and I'm like, my cabbages! <laughs> And then I chase, and 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 then there's a there's a a, a light pokes up, and it's this bloody dwarven fella with no trousers, and a head of cabbage, he's gagging for it. Reference. The no. and, <laughs> and I, I think that's my story. Honestly, I don't know how I'm doing for time. You got Ooh. ten seconds. Uh, no, I don't. I I I I'm 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 conceding. I'm folding. Excellent. Call it what you will. <laughs> I've got to say, uh, Simon, it's funny you should mention that. That, uh, Yeah, so funny you mentioned the uh, the dwarf person. We don't know their gender, of course, but the dwarf person in a skirt gagging for your cabbages because I have a little garden out front of my little cottage and I have some cabbages there and wouldn't you know it, a hole appeared underneath my cabbages too. And I looked down and there was a dwarf and I think it was that dwarf right there. And then... I think she's been stealing cabbages all around town and selling them in the market because you know what? I've seen my cabbages being sold in the market, I think I have, but not by this particular dwarf. I think she's got a little man going on who she's selling them to. I think she's So we got brassica burglars. Like underground. We got brassica burglars. It's, it's the underground, an underground cabbage railroad. Ring. Oh God, was anyone timing her? 
No, yeah, but that doesn't like matter because I'm. Seconds left. Oh, good. Well, the point is, people are stealing my cabbages, and I'm very upset about it because I like my cabbage soup in the morning. It helps me fart. Hi, it is important to get out <laughs> the gas. You got five seconds, then. All right. <laughs> you are we were exalted to that. I love it. That cast our finest. I know you were. I know you were. That was a good one. Nice, nice trumping. Thank you. I won the uh, the county trump. Best oh, last I remember. Year. I, I remember. You were the best Which in fact means you were the top trump. I got that beautiful cabbage-shaped trophy I did. And it's a beautiful thing. And if anyone ever steals it from me, I'll never forgive them. Right. Kitty. Is it real what gold? What do you reckon, Jeremy? Oh, no. me? It's made of wood. Well, is it my turn to reckon, you reckon? Is that what you'd oh, be yeah. reckoning? Return to reckon, I reckon. Well then, I suppose I'll start reckoning about now then. I reckon that that dwarf without no trousers on, with with that nice, like, nice, like, you know, is it red? My eyes on what they used to be. Red skirt on, nice checks, you know, bit of tartan, light bit of tartan. <sighs> no, I, I don't know about your cabbages. I don't have cabbages myself. I worked in a mine. I don't know what to do with the sunshine. I hear that's involved in growing plants, you know, it's just not, not really my thing. But I was in town buying cabbages because I do need to eat and that's pretty much all they sell around here because everyone seems to bloody grow cabbages and that's all they grow and uh, there was that that bloody dwarf charging through town, this is about 30 years ago at least with a massive axe skirt flying everywhere, petals coming out of her beard and just going absolutely ham and who's coming across the street? It's Sid it's Sid with his cabbages and he's looking happy as anything, he's got his big cabbage harvest beautiful green round size of me head trundling on trundling on and I say Sid and he goes hello and I go no Sid behind you and he goes oh I'm not falling for that one again and I go no Sid and then it's it's all it was horrible there's sauerkraut for days but we're picking rubble out of it it was a nightmare that's your time well uh, I'm, I'm sorry to have to be all right well come around come, come here closer closer no closer oh. you two you two sound right all right you know being fooled really I don't know what that accent went to do tell we might find well, out. You see, you talked about how that bear dwarf I, mean, I don't know what I don't know what that dwarf did thirty plus years ago with with like some random, you know, stalls or whatever, but ain't no dwarf been stealing your cabbages. Little Georgie, you know, Miss Partridge's boy. He'd been coming around and trying to sell off some cabbages to old John at the farm. And well, old John was like, Where have you been getting these? And he'd been like, oh, yeah, I was growing them myself in my own garden. But Miss Partridge says they ain't got no garden. And he had a fake beard. I saw it last week. He was like, yeah, I'm going to be being dressed up for a school play. But there ain't no school play because school's out. Because you stop going to school when you learn enough, you know. And he ain't been going for a couple of years now. Oh, I. But yeah, so it ain't no dwarf that's been sitting in your cabbages. It's little Georgie. Oh. Only don't tell him I told you. All right. I'll be taking You're my paddle time. to him, I will. All right. Well, I don't know I'll about that. I'll be speaking that. with his mother. I quite like your story about your cabbages in your hole, you know? Uh, I, I, I quite want to give that one to um, Jeremy. I me? want to give it to Jeremy as well. Yeah, oh, yeah I think it was me, very guys. good. I was, I was going to go for Ted. <laughs> Look behind you, I'm not pulling the hack in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old great. ones are the best. Oh, thank you very much. Well, I'll, I'll have a... You know what? I'll go for an ale. I think it's my turn, so I need to look at my list. Where's my list, my lovers? I ain't your lover. You're far too young for me, Gertie. Oh, I could dream. An old man could dream. Flatter yourself. Oh, 
I've got a wizard and a pointy hat with a wand. Okay. Is that I white don't know how you got that on a D10. Real? <laughs> well, I rolled a you must one be very tiny. a ten. So actually... <laughs> how many wizards could dance on the face of a dice? <laughs> Hold on. I rolled a one and a ten. So actually that's eleven. I'm surprisingly well oh, educated shepherd. I got a large bold man with three glittery cats hanging off his shoulders. Oh, nice. And then my prompt is, you see that fella over there? They broke into my house, smashed all my pots and left. <laughs> <laughs> so, you see that fella over there, that bald man with the three glittery cats hanging off his shoulders? You will not believe oh, what he did. I was just sitting around calmly in my house, knitting, think, polishing my sword, thinking about my cabbages and how delicious they were going to be until they were stolen. All at once? All at once, I'm a great multitasker. Anyway, I was doing that, and then suddenly this fella comes in with his cats in tow, and he walks Hi. around my house, cool as a cucumber. I say, hello, young man, what do you want? This is a place of residence, and it's a private property. And he says, nothing to worry about, old woman. Oh, so rude. And then he just starts swinging cats and smashing all my pots. And I said, excuse me, what are you doing? And he said, I'm looking for treasure. And I said, there ain't no treasure in there. Look, you spilled <laughs> beans all over my floor, you ridiculous codger. And then he started going through the beans, saying that there must be rubies in there. I said, if I had rubies, do you think I'd been sitting in this little old cottage and working on the working on the barricades with the crocoranas, you idiot? Anyway, <laughs> I gave him a good whooping and I took one of his cats, so now he has three instead of four. Nice. <laughs> what are you doing that with was cat? <laughs> So I got a glittery cat. Her name is Precious. <laughs> Alright, well, who's after you, Gertie? Is it me? You. I think it might be you. Well, let me take a long draft of this ale, because this is a long story, so I better uh, pack it into a minute. It's a whole story in a minute. So, I was sitting in my house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As you often do. As I often do. It's so nice to be indoors, you know. The sun, after you've mined underneath the ground for many years, the sun just burns your eyeballs away. You know, it's just too bright. You can't be dealing with it. And I was sitting in my house, yeah. and this man... With his three cats, comes in. He had three cats, so maybe this was the second house he'd been into. And uh, yeah, he starts well, smashing we my pots. To each other. And that was it. You've said it all, Gertie. I've got nothing <laughs> to add. Fuck. <laughs> Anything about your pots? There's not much to add to this one. He just I, my accent's changing as as I go. Fuck. You say it. You say anything to him, Jeremy? No. You challenge him? No. I just watched him. My pots are full of I mean, do, do, do you seem do you seem particularly, you know, antagonistic towards your um? No, he's pretty antagonistic right? towards my pots. Yeah, it's very nice to me though. Right, oh, I, don't, I was like, don't mind yeah. me, die pottery. Yeah, it's like, excuse me, smash. Excuse me, smash. That's about it. Did you anyway. look like you'd recently had a walloping on the behind? Ah, hard to tell. I tried to avert my gaze, really. You know if someone's been walloped on the behind by me. He did have a uh, he did have an air about him. Well, has anyone no. else got a more interesting story? I think I've had a few too many of these already. It's all right, Jeremy. <clears throat> they can't all be winners. No, I know. If, if I'm perfectly honest, it didn't happen at all. I was just copying your story, Gertie. I ain't never seen that man before in my life. Jeremy, are you feeling all right? Are you all right in your little cottage on your own? Of course I'm all right, Gertie. Need, I've got do my coal. you need coal. us to check in on you more? I've got my coal to talk to. I don't need anything else. You know it's not alive, right? Uh, Ted, I believe it's your turn. 
Aye, <laughs> it is, and I've got a real tail for you. Oh, oh, see. Do tell. You that cat you got there? That's a real mouser. I don't know. I I reckon because he's from like those Eastlands, or I don't know what his accent is. I reckon because <laughs> he's in Eastlands. like he's from like those, those Eastlands. You By know the when they get all the like dry grain, and in the the dry grain, I don't know what his accent has gone to. Oh, it's hard. Oh, well. well, you went for a minute there. <laughs> and in this dry grain land, <laughs> I saw. Um, I've entirely lost this. I was like, don't Ted, worry. are you secretly a cowboy? You Let me pause your timer. <laughs> Get it together, Tim. Get it together, <laughs> Otherwise, Ted. Otherwise, it's entrapment. I've got a brand new combine harvester. <laughs> I'll, I'll give, give you, you the, the key. key. <laughs> All right. So, I was with... All right. You've got a regular little mouse with you, you do's. Because, you see, this big old man, he comes over to old John's farm and he's like, hey, I heard you've got a problem with them rubies. And old John was like, what are you talking about? I ain't got no rubies. If I have rubies, you reckon I'd be sitting in this farm with my little town, like a little farm man, Ted. Hey, Ted, you hear this guy? He's got rubies. What a laugh. Uh, and I was like, yeah, you ain't got no rubies. Thing is, when he said rubies, he meant moises. And then he sent his cats after all the pots and he was like growing for all the pots and smashing them up trying to find mices and he found a good six moises in, in old John's in old John's farm. In old oh John's why? barn he did. It's not that surprising. So I reckon there always be mices in barns. Yeah, but this guy he ain't he ain't no smashing pots for nothing, he's a mouser. Alright, I think you're talking long enough there, Ted. Are you suggesting him so- he's some kind of freelance and exterminator who doesn't need to be engaged to do his job and also requires no pay and breaks some people do the houses. things for the love of them i mean isn't that basically most adventurers when you think about it i mean i guess i got a good mousing cat out of it which is summit <laughs> Perseus here is very good at mousing you brought your cat to the bar let's see well obviously yeah and she's pretty and she's oh, she oh, oh takes a pet like a champ Oh, or... <laughs> Australian. I don't know why. Help! Fuck! I'm Take stuck in my Australian. Oh no! Why? Parish is here. <laughs> don't know what that one was. It's another one of those. Another. It's another one of those genre li- relocation areas. <laughs> oh my God. They they got new writers in for the season. Anyway, I think it's uh, Simon's turn to talk about this fellow. Hey, go on then. Tell us what you're thinking, Simon. All right. So, um, tell 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 me when my time starts. All right. Well, it can start whenever you like. So that can be now. Okay. So there's um, I think 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 with these thing with these glittery cats is that they are um not really uh what you call uh what what you call cats. See, I heard from um, I heard from a win- uh, woman wandering by with a suspiciously dry wolf the other day that um <laughs> there's actually a secret war going on. Um, under our very noses, and there are um, aye, and there are gem cats. They have little bits of glitter in their fur because they're from somewhere else, and they have a long, long-standing war against the clay people who come and dig them out of their uh, dig them out of their warrens and um and and, and skill them to sell the glitter. You know, glittery fur is real good in some markets. So they have a bit of an adverse reaction when they see pottery. You know, traumatic associations and all that. Um, so sometimes they um they they they, they kind of go off on one. So um I don't know about you, Gertie, but I'd um start I I'd start considering um I I I'd start considering I don't know just like dressing all your pots up in canvas or something. So 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 your new your new pet don't wise up. Um, yeah, they're, well, they're I have been thinking of making the, making the switch to wicker baskets, so maybe I should yeah, that, do that. Yeah, that, that might work Much as well. Much better for the environment, yeah. I hear. No, I think so, yeah. Alright, well... We're out of time. 
Yeah, you are at twenty. Oh, no, are we should, we, should we decide? I think I definitely won that one with my perfect replication of Gurdy's story, minus any of the details or charm. But um, I feel I feel I quite like a, a Simon's edition to the tale. I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, I ain't never heard about no secret war before. No, Hershus, did you know about this? Yes, mistress. I hadn't had the heart to tell you yet, but I'm engaged in a secret war between the Gen Cats and the. I mean, it's nice that you're agreeing with me, Gardy, but they also don't speak. Well, this one just did! You've got a talking cat! And it's a proper good mouser! Alright, well, I don't care about that. I'm getting you an ale. Regular, large, sour, extra dirt. Sorry, was that the me? Yeah, I. Oh, I like the refreshing feel of a good dirt after our day's work, so go for that one. Alright. Good dirt ale. Be right back. Hershus, would you like some milk? Yes, I would love some. Hi, H here. We had a bit more discussion after we finished the game about how to improve it, but unfortunately we lost some of the recording, so I'm here to give you a quick summary of what we talked about. A few of us found it quite difficult coming up with a whole story in just a minute and making it engaging and entertaining, myself very much included. But ultimately we decided that adding more prompts probably wasn't the way forwards because it would add more complications and more things to include in your minute which is already a very short amount of time. So what we decided instead is maybe to add a bit of world building at the beginning because we ended up doing that naturally and talking for quite a long while about crocker piranhas and that was really fun and it leads you into the game nice and organically you make up a couple of things about the village and then you can have a base to tell your stories from I think I would have found that a lot easier So I'm going to include that into the version we're going to publish which should be up soon and we'll also sort out the numbering issues which I guess were probably quite funny to listen to but don't worry, you won't have to do weird maths you can just use a hundred sided dice I promise Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed it, or you didn't like it, or you have any really good ideas about improving it, you can tweet me, I'm H, I'm at folkpersons on Twitter, or you can send us an email via the website, um, that's www.diacast.com. See you next week. Did you enjoy that, listeners? We hope so. Let us know on Twitter and Facebook what you thought of NPCs, we'd really love to hear. Next week, we're getting into the winter holiday spirit with The Fight Before Christmas, so be sure to tune in next Friday for the start of another hilarious and heartfelt adventure. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. This week, Diacast was Lukey Slim, Jacob War, Helen, and H. Folkmans. Matt George Lovett and Peter Wellman will return for next week's episode. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkmans, who also edited this episode. The Diacast theme is composed and performed by Matt George Lovett, and this episode's theme music was Factory Floor by Destar Disco. Check them out on Facebook and Spotify for great tunes and crazy costumes. This week we were playing NPCs by our very own H. Folkmans. NPCs is still in its draft stage and needs some more tinkering before it's available to the public, but we'll let you know as soon as it's ready for release. And, at least for this week, that's how the dire cast.